This is Secret League of Podcasters production. Many great performers go through a dark time. Guy Russellman's dark time was just beginning. For Russellman, addiction wasn't just a thing to be addicted to. It was also an addiction to have an addiction for because he was addicted. And to be addicted, you have to be addicted. Here's Easy Zizel. One dreary day in Butte, Montana wrestling history, I made my way to the locker room after an evening of eight matches. And there I see Guy Russellman standing at the locker. And beside him on the bench is a bag of liquid that appeared to be coffee connected to a tube that was dripping with liquid that appeared to be coffee. Much like that thing he kept in his tights, the road was hard for Guy Russellman. He forgot where he came from. You know, he was on top for a very long time, and the road wears on you. He was on the road about, shoot, 347 or so days a year. The, the drugs and the alcohol just wasn't enough for him, especially when people didn't want to see him anymore. And, uh, well, let's just be honest, it was his bowels. He couldn't control his bowels anymore. He had an incident in the ring down in uh, Panama City. He lost everything in his trunks. And, uh, not only was it an embarrassment, but he couldn't hold anything in anymore. That's when he turned to the, uh, you know, uh, some people use the heroin, some people use cocaine. They was using coffee. It was popular to take a tube and put the tube up your butt, get the coffee in that tube create a suction and then and push the coffee in your butt. Basically what happened is they're coffee animals. You know, I don't support it. I don't I don't know how these kids liked it so much, but guy, he was hooked on it. On the road with the legit Steve, he found himself in many strange places, wrestling many strange people. One of those places, Strange Montana where he wrestled in front of a, an audience of mostly choir boys, which, honestly, was kind of his thing. Oh, boy. Things would get so bad sometimes. You'd take so many coffee enemas, you'd have acid reflux off the bunghole. And then when the beans ran dry... Oh, God, when the beans ran dry. One time I found myself wrestling in front of an audience of two... My opponent was a teddy bear, and we were both just slathered in oil. Just so when I got to their pay window that night, I could butt chug their pre-workout. What kind of life is that to lead? I don't even know what any of it means anymore. Of course, the dark roast they found himself addicted to had to come from somewhere. Who was supplying him? What were their motivations? And seriously addicted to like coffee enemas like that's as as good as he can do I mean Guy Russellman's a, like a champ and everything but I don't know that just seems like a kind of a lame uh, what, whatever here's 
Here's whoever's going to talk next on whatever I just said. I, I need to take a smoke break. You know, it's not something I'm exactly proud of. But uh, in my off time when I'm not grappling, I'm also known as Barista Joe. Damn, it's out there. And I was Guy's guy. He would come to me anytime he needed more coffee. It didn't make me feel good to see the spirals he was going on. But at a certain point, I finally said, Hey, guy, you got to get yourself together. I can't sell you no more coffee. No, hey, I'm happy to sit down and talk with you again. But uh, what is this, man? Just coffee? Come on, I know you've heard the rumors. And there's no quicker way to end a Guy Russellman interview than to offer him coffee. You know, maybe now's the time for me to finally address those rumors. Talk about that talk, but could you could you get the coffee out of here? Maybe bring me a smoothie or something? That'd be great, yeah. It was a dark time in my career. I'd been running a lot with Jersey Joe, who had fallen in with a bad crowd. By this time, he was going by uh, Barista Joe. He started dealing coffee beans. And, uh, you know, he convinced me they were healthy, no ill effects, and uh, started simple enough, you know? You know, three, four espresso beans, just... Pop them in the butt, a little pick-me-up, a little something to get you through your day. You know, no harm, no foul. <sighs> I didn't realize I had a problem until uh, old ZZ Zizel called me out. You know, he told me about all the young guys he saw come and go. I was young and stupid and thought I had thought I had control. And then, then came Panama City. <sighs> you got to realize at this point, my addiction was up to about two pounds of ground roasted a day. It got to the point where it wasn't just post-match or pre-match rituals. You know, this is what I needed to perform. I could not perform without the sea in my ass. And I was trying all the sea I could, too. Dark roast, Colombian sea, South American sea, even French roast sea. I was in the middle of a Best of 21 series with an old vet named uh, Handsome Johnny Wholesome. And he gave me uh, one of his signature moves, Snap Suplex. He dubbed the Handsome Plex. Something about the snap just uh, set my bowels loose and, well, the... The spatter painting I left on the mat would make Jackson Pollock blush. <sighs> and those first three rows on the receiving end of that suplex got treated to an impromptu Gallagher concert, but with much less laughter. You never really know what rock bottom feels like until, until you hit it. I can tell you, man. It feels like shit. It literally just running down your leg out into the audience. Oh, hey, man, is that that smoothie? Oh, cool. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. You have a... Stretch a hose, because, I mean, I really got to get this into my ass. For Guy Russellman, his dark period was seemingly over, but his career was still tanked. Would he be able to climb back up to the top rope, jump off into success, climb up all those sweaty men to the top, the top wrestler? All the other wrestlers were the bottoms. That's where Wrestleman wanted to go. Wrestleman wanted to be the top but that climb, that climb up those turnbuckles, it wasn't going to be easy. 